2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. Happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. We have such a stacked show today. Before we get into that show, I want to thank all our subscribers from all over the world. Thank you so much for all the support. Thank you for following, following us on Instagram at WrestlingDeLoreanPod. Make sure you download, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Worldwide, we're building an audience more of a family and without you guys there is no us so thank you so much for all the support like i said we got a super stacked show today we're going to be talking about nxt we got an episode of tna the asylum years and we're talking about the news and notes of wrestling and we're going to be giving you a preview of tonight's episode of aew so let's get into the show Let's get into it. Like I said, we got a stack stack show. The dogs are barking in the background because we are excited. We got a stack shizzle. All right, that was very weird, and I promise you I will never do that again. But let's talk about the news and notes. We are, it is now official, we are getting Kenny Omega versus Andrade in a dream match for the AAA Mega Campeon at Triple Mania, The WrestleMania event for A. That matchup is going to be absolutely fantastic. I am sure. I can't wait for that. I think that that match is going to blow the roof off. If there is going to be a roof. It's going to blow the roof off of the place there in Mexico. That's going to be a great matchup. Also, it was announced that it will be Lady Alpache versus Diana Perazu For the AAA Women's Champion. That's going to be a great, great match as well. So, Triple Mania really stacked, really looking like it's going to be a really good show. Also, in the news, Tessa Blanchard was seen training at the Nightmare Factory. So, like I said a couple weeks ago, it looks like Tessa Blanchard will be, along with Daga, AEW bound, which makes AEW's women's division that much more better. I really feel that the addition of Tessa really could take this company to the next level because I mean let's let's talk about the type of wrestler that Tessa Blanchard is she is an amazing technical wrestler she's an amazing storyteller Tessa Blanchard a former women's champion in Impact Wrestling hell a former world heavyweight champion in the men's division of Impact Wrestling as well which is unheard of you know she had her you know issues backstage she had her shit but now Let's see if she could redeem herself and we'll see if this is a redemption story because she has all the talent in the world to be one of the top, if not the top, women's wrestler in the industry. So we will see if she could get it together and really make her run in AEW something to remember. Also, in the news, in the news, this Thursday, tomorrow, MLW will be having their open draft. What this means, I don't know. But it is going to be what shapes up the next season of MLW when they return on July 10th in Philadelphia. We already got the additions of El Jefe, Dario Cueto. We don't know what's going to go on there, but it looks like we're going to be having the return of Lucha Underground with MLW. I don't know if that's going to be its a uh, separate brand, but we are going to see a open draft this Thursday... For the roster of MLW. Now. I was a little under the weather yesterday. So I didn't put out an episode. And a lot of people want to know. What was my thoughts on Monday Night Raw. I'll tell you my thoughts. I didn't watch it because the show's shit. So how about that. And I know you guys are expecting me here to say. <laughs> Just kidding let's talk about Raw. But no. I didn't watch it. And I am not. You know, embarrassed about saying that I will watch and will support what I want to watch and support. And I want to watch and support what we're about to talk to about, talk about right now. And that is NXT. So let's talk about what was a really good episode of NXT last night. We got a title change in the main event. Steel Cage match Johnny Gargano versus Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed is now the new North American champion in NXT. What a matchup that was. But this show is just really stacked up. We we had a lot more than just that crazy uh, cage match in the main event. Also, on the show, we had a really good tag match. But by the way, I just want to say, shout out to Bronson Reed. Definitely deserving of that title. So, I'm really happy that you know he's getting his just due. Also, on that show, we got a tag match between... The Legado del Fantasma versus Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. That was an absolute stellar matchup. Really good matchup between both teams. Good chemistry. I really like both these teams. And right now, I got to say that the NXT tag division is stacked. Really, really enjoy watching tag team wrestling in NXT. Speaking of tag team wrestling, a team that lost a member or got kicked out yesterday on NXT was Imperium. We had the match of Killian Dane versus Alexander Wolf. There's a lot of ties there because if you remember, Dane and Wolf were both part of Sanity. Yes, that seems like a lifetime ago, but two former members of Sanity went ahead, went to battle last night on NXT, and Killian Dane picked up the victory, which led to Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner kicking out Alexander Wolf out of Imperium. If this is with the okay of Walter, this is going to be very interesting to see what this leads to. I I don't know. I think that I always thought that Alexander Wolf was kind of the black sheep of Imperium. I really thought that he really didn't necessarily fit with the feel of Imperium just like Bartel and Fabian Eichner did. So, I don't know if this leads to Dane and Wolf teaming up to go against Imperium. I don't know what this means, to be honest, but we are now a member down. He is out of the team. He got the caboose to the boots. He got kicked out the door. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you, Mr. Wolf, said Imperium. Also, also on the show, we got a lot of hype for Balor and Cross next week. That's going to be really good. We got... Another cameo of the Million Dollar Man Teddy DiBiase. Really fun episode of NXT. That's what I could say. It was really fun. I give this episode of NXT a 3.5 out of 5. Really, really good. They've been so consistent lately. And I have enjoyed the show every week since, I mean, a while now. I, I can't even tell you the last time I wasn't a fan of an episode of NXT. Really good stuff. Shouts to Tony Storm and Zoe Stark. That was a pretty good matchup as well. Shouts to Soraya versus Aaliyah. That was a squash match. Uh, Shouts to the Hit Row. New faction here on uh, NXT. Lots of good stuff. And like I said, next week's episode should be that much better. We have... Dakota Kai versus well Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Shati Blackheart and Ember Moon. Of course, we got the NXT World Title match between Finn Balor and Karrion Cross. So a lot of good stuff happening in NXT. It is so crazy to see how it's a night and day difference between NXT and WWE. Because the main roster right now, they're fucking around with zombies. And on the other hand, for NXT, they're just killing it. Killing it every week no bs no 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 little kid crap they just go in there and they kill it so yeah man i mean i honestly i don't know like they it's so weird how this is under the same company you know what i mean how could it be under the same company when you have such a night and day contrast between shows where raw and smackdown are sometimes so insulting to your intelligence and then NXT is just so brilliantly done it's like Gosh, why, why? But anyway, let's talk about tonight. We got AEW Dynamite, another stacked show live from Daly's Place, eight o'clock on, or well, eight o'clock Eastern on TNT. The Inner Circle will be responding to the Pinnacle Stadium Stampede Challenge. We have the full card of Double or Nothing revealed tonight. The new NW, the new TNT champion Miro will speak. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston versus the acclaimed, that should be fun. Christian Cage versus Matt Seidel. that should be fun.
0: Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered.
2: We got NWA Women's Champion making her return here. Serena Deeb. She's been out with injury. She will defend that title against Red Velvet. We have the Varsity Blondes versus the Young Bucks. We have Anthony Ogogo versus Austin Gunn. We have Hikaru Shida versus... This is just a stacked show. Shit. Really good show. I'm excited. I am excited for AEW tonight. Let's see if they can keep the momentum going. We had an awesome blood and guts. We had an awesome episode of AEW Dynamite last week. So let's just keep this, like, let's keep the train rolling, you know what I mean? Shouts out to Freight Train. It is choo choo time for AEW. Keep it moving. It is now that time, ladies and gentlemen, where we're going to jump into the Wrestling DeLorean. Po- well, not the podcast. This is the podcast. We're going to jump into the Wrestling DeLorean. We're going to put that seatbelt in. We're going to go back in time. We're going to 19 years ago, 2002. We are going to be talking about TNA The Asylum Years, Episode 3. So. Hit that marvelous me and let's get into it. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, NWA July third, two thousand two, episode three of the NWA TNA era. We are not quite at the Asylum yet, but we are in Nashville, Tennessee for this episode. We have a pretty stacked show. This is the show where we crown the first ever NWA Tag Team Champions of the TNA era. So, let's get into this Super Stacked show. I like to say Super Stacked a lot. Super Stacked, in my eyes, may not be Super Stacked in your eyes, but be that as it may, let's get into it. We start off the show with the president of the NWA, Jim Miller, He gives a trophy to Mike Tanay, says that he hasn't been here the last couple weeks, but he wants to welcome TNA to the NWA family, and also says that he found a wrestler in Japan named Omori that will be here next week and will face Ken Shamrock for, or Malice, for the NWA TNA World Heavyweight Champion. I say Ken Shamrock or Malice because tonight we have an NWA title match between Ken Shamrock and Malice for that title. We start off the show. We have an NWA tag team tournament on the show. We start off the show with the AMW, America's Most Wanted, the new team that just formed last week out of an accident between Chris Harris and James Storm. They're going against the Johnsons. I am so, uh, what's it called? I almost said the the dicks, but these aren't dicks. They're they're Johnsons. They're Richard and I, I don't know, <laughs> the, the, the Johnsons. Listen, go out of your way and. Watch this match. Not for the fact that it was a fucking classic. But watch this match to see the, the costumes of the Johnsons. And you'll know exactly why I call them the dicks. We had AMW pick up the victory here on the Johnsons. The Johnsons get mad. They push Mortimer Plum Tree. They don't need Plum Tree. But AMW, they advance to the next round of the NWA Tag Team Tournament. Next, we got Scott Hall. Uh, yo. Comes out. He He's interrupted right away by Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett tells him to go back to where he came from, bitch. Jeff Jarrett getting real ballsy over here, huh? Getting real ballsy over here, huh? Jim Miller comes out and tells Jeff Jarrett to back off. He says, listen, you don't do things on your terms. We do things on my terms. If you don't like it, then you can walk. K-Crush then comes out and he attacks Scott Hall from behind. Hall gets the upper hand, though. And it is announced tonight we will get a rematch from last week Scott Hall teaming up with Brian Christopher to go against K Crush and Jeff Jarrett next we see AMW backstage bloodied and beat down someone jumped in from behind we don't know who jumped them from behind but someone jumped from behind and they will be no longer able to compete in the main event tonight for the tag team champions Next we got Anthony Ingram versus the debut of the Alpha male Monty Brown. Now this is pre he was still going by the Alpha male, but this is pre charismatic Monty Brown. this is this is not the Monty Brown that we see every week on making an impact right now. This is the Monty Brown with the braids and just just got into the wrestling industry trying to figure out who he is. He's not who he becomes, but he still is something to like he he comes out he talks his shit he, he says that he wants a title shot. Against Ken Shamrock or Malice. He wants to be the NWA World Champion. He's a former two-time Super Bowl winner. With the Patriots and the Buffalo Bills. And he wants that gold. He makes quick work of Anthony Ingram. Hits him with the alpha bomb. At This, th- this is why I say this is not the alpha male of the 2006 era. Because at this time, he wasn't even doing the pounce. And we know how much the pounce really meant to alpha male Monty Brown. So if he wasn't doing the pounce yet... It's, it's hard to get behind it because the, the build-up, the anticipation to the pounce is what makes Monty Brown matches fun. But, next, we got Puppet the Psycho Dwarf. He's backstage. He says he wants midget blood tonight. We're still going with calling Dwarfs midgets and the Psycho Midget Killer. This is a little awkward to watch. Next on the show, we got the Rainbow Express. They come to the ring. They're going to be going against the team of Buff Bagwell and Apollo. Buff Bagwell and Apollo are backstage. Buff Bagwell's talking about how he's a six-time tag team champion in WCW with six different partners. He says that he will win tonight again. He's the number one wrestler in the world. He's with number two Apollo. Apollo's like, man, fuck you. But anyway, so we get Buff Bagwell and Apollo versus the Rainbow Express. Rainbow Express win. It's an okay matchup. Afterwards, Buff Bagwell gets on the mic. He says that he's going home. He tells Ed Ferrara to call him Marcus, not Buff. He said Buff is whack. You know what I mean? He, he's Marcus Bagwell. He said that he was on top of the world in WCW, and then he comes here, and this is the quote, guys. Don't don't come at me. Don't come at me hot. But this didn't age well, all right? He says, I got to go because I'm losing to some gays. Bro, TNA, why do you feel the need to be so shock value controversial? It's not that deep, bro. It's not that deep. And in 2002, this shit was accepted. But if that would have been said today, they would have been canceled. But anyway. Next, we got Shockmaster. Well, Shockmaster. Whoa! I meant to say Shamrock. I said Shockmaster. Two totally different things. God damn it, Edwin. But anyway, Ken Shamrock comes out. He cuts a promo. That was horrible. I, I guess it, it kind of fell flat like Shockmaster. <laughs> I'm here all week, guys. <laughs> he's on the mic. He says that he, he wants Monty Brown. He wants Malice. He wants a Mori. doesn't matter who he's in the ring with. He's going to win. Father James Mitchell cuts him off. He says he's not going to make it past this week. And Malice attacks Shamrock from behind. Next, Jerry Lynn is backstage. He wants in on the tag team tournament. Bill Barron's is like, bro, don't you see I'm dealing with a lot? Like, don't don't talk to me right now. So Jeff Jeff Jeff, Jeff. Jerry Lynn is like, I right, man, whatever you Next, we got Puppet the Psycho Dwarf versus a uh, another dwarf named Todd Stone. Puppet wins really fast, hits him with hits Don West with the cane afterwards. Don West is like, oh, I love this guy, I love this guy. And he goes to give Puppet a hug, and Puppet smacks him with the cane. Waste of my time. Ain't gonna lie, though. When you're watching zombies eat The Miz, <laughs> Puppet hitting a dwarf and hitting Don West isn't that much of a waste of time. So I take that back. Next, Hermie Sadler is back. I don't know why. There's nothing that appeals me about this guy. But I guess being in the South, big NASCAR, you know, fan base, he's all like, I'm an athlete, you know what I mean? And then Ron the Truth Killings comes out. He says that he's the superior athlete. They get into a shoving match. And Hermie Sadler actually gets the better hand in Spears' K-Crush. And they announced, and this is something that I am... I, I don't even know how I feel about it. They announced that next week it's going to be K-Crush versus Hermie Sadler. The NASCAR driver versus the freaking future R-Truth. Like, wow. Wow, bro. What does this mean? What does this mean? That's crazy. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. Anyway. Now, on the show, we finally get the uh, world title match. Malice. A injured Ken Shamrock. He takes the beats to Ken Shamrock for most of his matchup, but in the end, Ken Shamrock prevails. He beats Malice. Pretty good matchup. Next, we get an X Division title match. This is where things got really fun. David Young versus AJ Styles. This was a really good matchup. Now, I know David Young is one of the most Uh, He had a boring, bland gimmick for most of his time at TNA. And I don't know how he lasted that long at TNA, to be honest. But him and AJ Styles had great chemistry with each other. I know that they both came up in the same wrestling school. They both came from NWA Wildside, the former NCW. I think they both got signed to WCW developmental deals around the same time. But yeah, this was a phenomenal match. No pun intended. AJ Styles picks up the victory. He goes backstage, but not for long because tournament finals. We got the Rainbow Express out, and Jerry Lynn comes out with his tag team partner, a beat up AJ Styles, who we just saw. And in this match, AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn actually win the tournament and become the new tag team champions of the NWA. In only three weeks, this relative unknown AJ Styles is a double champion, and boy, Yo, they put the rocket ship on that boy and they sent him to the moon. Pretty good matchup, though. AJ Styles is now a tag team champion. President Jim Miller is found backstage. He's tied up. He has FU written all over him. He's beat up. It's only presumed that it's Jeff Jarrett who did it. Main event time Jeff Jarrett and K Crutch versus Scott Hall and Brian Christopher. Halfway through this match, Brian Christopher turns on Scott Hall, turns heel, and then we have a triple team beatdown. Jeff Jarrett and K-Crush pick up the victory. Jeff Jarrett cuts a promo on Hall. Then he takes the trophy that Jim Miller gave TNA and smashes it over Hall. Brian Christopher, I guess Brian Christopher, K-Crush, and Jeff Jarrett was the original plan of Jarrett, you know what I mean? But this episode was a pretty good episode. TNA started to pick up steam. Both episodes from this week and last week was definitely better than their first episode. I gotta say, this is going to be a fun ride. I give this show a 3 out of 5 stars. There's still a lot of shit that could be skippable and a waste of my time on this, but you know what? It's few and far between where the first episode of TNA was like... Maybe all of it was skippable, if you ask me. (laughs) But a really good show. I hope everyone has a great day. I hope everyone enjoys AEW tonight. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for my news and notes, for my review of AEW Dynamite, and for an episode of Making an Impact, where we talk about the 2006 era of TNA Impact. Have a great day. One love, ladies and gentlemen.